Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You're listening to Comedy Central. I remember my first night on the show. It was while I auditioned on, a, I think, a Friday, and they told me, come back four days later with a suit. Because uh, they had no money to pay for the suits. Uh, and luckily, I had one suit because I had gotten married a few months earlier. And I came back with a suit, and the day was bonkers. Uh, I arrived, and oddly enough, it was the day uh, Crimea was invaded. And I, I know. Uh, we actually know where that place is now. Because I didn't that morning, and I showed up. Uh, and I went to this morning meeting, which is an amazing thing at The Daily Show. Um, so many funny, thoughtful people in a room, and I get thrown in there, and it's such a welcoming place. And there's Jon Stewart, somebody I've watched since I was very little. Uh, he's very old and decrepit. <laughs> also very short, small man. Uh, wise beyond his years, but many years. Uh, um, we were talking about Crimea and all of these things, and they're like, Jordan, you're going to do a chat? Uh, you're going to do that tonight? We're going to talk about this? Let's go. And you brainstorm some ideas for the chat. And I remember they bring me into John's office, like, right after the meeting. And I'm very nervous. I don't know how this day works. And we sit down, and <laughs> John starts talking about not only what happened, but essentially he's talking about the, um, the commentary that's been written in the morning about what already happened in that room. And I'm sitting across from him with a few other people. Jen Flans is over there right now, EP showrunner. She's in that room as well. She's the best. And there's a, there's a reason these shows can still run like they do with a, a, a different host every week, and it's because of the team that we have here at The Daily Show. And uh, I remember uh, John's, he's talking about all these things with Crimea, and I just keep thinking, I don't know where Crimea is. <laughs> I don't know. And then we usher off, and we, we, we brainstorm jokes and uh, bits around the uh, Crimea invasion. And it's fun. It's a wild day. Uh, the chat comes up and you go into a rewrite right before you come on out there and you, you, you go one last time over it. And the process for a chat, essentially the, the idea of this chat was John is throwing to their first time correspondent who's in Crimea and he's overwhelmed uh, by the experience. <laughs> Truth in comedy, it's always the best way to go. Um, and I remember in the rewrite, you're in this small room and you're throwing jokes out there and uh, John opened up, like, how would you react here? And I said, I'd say, like, uh, I don't want to disappoint you, Dad. Uh, <laughs> and it made him laugh, because that's how I was feeling in that 
room at that moment. I don't want to disappoint you, Dad. Uh, and he was like, that's good. I'm like, that was the first joke I got on the show. And he's like, all right, we ready to do this? And you don't waste time at The Daily Show. When you like print the script, it's like, great, we're on in 20 minutes. And so he comes out, I go back, my brain is spinning. I've been doing comedy and entertainment for 15 years, but never had a break anywhere near this. Been living in poverty up until this point. I'm like, holy shit, I'm on The Daily Show. I'm about to be on The Daily Show. I'm looking through the script, looking through the script. Um, John comes out, I'm right back there, and I'm looking through the script, looking through the script. He says, like, we have uh, something special happening today. We have a new correspondent. We don't have that very often. I'm getting nervous. and. Uh, Born to Run starts to play, which was the song he always played before he came out. And then he's like, you guys ready for a good show? And they say yes. He says, welcome to The Daily Show. And he runs back. And we just had this little one-on-one one -on -one moment. He just says, don't fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, like, he came back out there and, and right back there, like, tears. <laughs> because it was so much. This industry, is, it's, it's hard, it's tough. And you're rarely in such supportive rooms like this. And for every break that you get, 10 other people don't get it who uh, are worthy of that exact same break. And in that moment, I was like, there's so much emotion right now in this space. And I remember like tears. I'm like, you can't cry. You're on TV in three minutes. <laughs> Pulling it all together, coming on out, and nervously doing my first chat from right over there. So to get a chance to be here on a day like today with you guys and share that, uh, it's real special. Thank you. Any other questions? Yep. Uh, during some of your field pieces, have you ever been threatened, or um, do you have security around you? Sure. <laughs> sure. Great question. Sure. Yes. Uh, threatened? Yeah, a bunch of times. I'm gonna scoot this way, but I'm gonna I'm gonna maintain eye contact. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. It's getting tougher. It's getting tougher. Maintain. Do I have to be off this? Are we done? Are we this wrapping is, it up? This is gonna be perfect. This is great. This is, cool. <laughs> this is not going to affect my ego whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it is, it's, there's been an evolution. We'd go out and field pieces with no security. The MAGA movement changed those things. And so I, I, the, the last few big rallies I went to, I had three or four security guards. I think at uh, January 6th, I had four security guards. Which is bonkers. I mean, I was an improv teacher before I did this. <laughs> you, don't, uh, you don't usually need uh, security guards for those types of things. Um, I rarely see aggressive enough uh, behavior, like it wants to threaten me and I need to fear for myself. Uh, although when Trump lost the election, according to some, <laughs> there was a different energy out there. I went to the Million MAGA March, uh, their numbers, not mine, and uh, <laughs> There was, there was such an energy of anger there that we, we at one point got chased down an alley. Uh, security guards had to like step in. And so we had to approach things very differently where literally we have to be careful where we set up interviews and what have you. And I don't want to say that that's always the case when we go out there, but the tone has shifted and people want to, want to aggressively come up if engage with you in some way. Um, have you ever been almost punched? There was way <laughs> just at home. Sure. Um, Jesus. By my seven-year-old. Okay, by okay, my okay, seven year old. Okay. I had it coming. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Look at, we, we, we're going dark this show, yeah. okay? <laughs> there was one field piece that I did. Uh, it was a Trump rally, but it was it was a long time ago. It was right after he was elected. And I just remember someone coming up and trying to grab the mic out of my hand and going, fake news, you're fake news. And they just saw the camera. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we're the original fake news. Yeah. This is what we do. Um, and then I was like, I don't want to do any more of these. Let's send Jordan. Yeah. <laughs>
who's been your uh, most memorable guest like so far in conversation that you've had over the year? Because you guys both have been here for a really long time. So mm -hmm. kind of for both of you, that's the question. That's the most memorable guest. Oh, God. I, right when I started the show, we had Gloria Steinem on. And she was walking through the hallways, and for whatever reason, she didn't know where to go. I don't know. I, she was just walking around by herself. And she popped into the edit that I was in, and she goes, does anyone know where I'm supposed to go? And I was like, I do. <laughs> and I just started the job, so I didn't know where to take her. So I, and then there were just the two of us aimlessly walking around back hallways. But it was just so, it was such a cool moment to actually get to see her and meet her in person. And then yours? It, well, then I remember that moment that I, as a man, stepped in and was like, you ladies look lost. Yeah. <laughs> Follow the dude, Gloria Steinem. Come over here. I, I would say one of the fun, like, it, it is, it's such a small little building and you see guests wandering around all the time. Yeah. I remember uh, Paul McCartney was here. Oh. And I know, have you heard him? Uh, from, from the Eagles, great, great musician. Love the Eagles. Uh, but he came on, and he was one of the few uh, guests where we were sort of told internally, don't be in the hallways. Because yeah. <laughs> sometimes you can find yourself in the hallway bumping into people and be like, oh, hey, President Clinton, I want to say hi. And so McCartney, they're like, stay in your edit bays. And uh, I, I remember hearing Paul McCartney walk through the hallways singing, as he does. Oh. We get it. We get it. Uh, <laughs> and nobody interrupted with him. He went out, he did, he did his piece, and I was editing a piece in an edit bay and he came off the show and he kind of walked through and I saw the back of my uh, out of the corner of my eye the door was open I saw McCartney walk by and then he came into our edit bay he turned around walked into our edit bay and he was like so what's this what are you guys playing with what are you fucking around with here what is this what are, what are you doing what are you doing <laughs> did he give notes he I, well I immediately we jumped into bits like I don't know this music in here sucks what do you want to do and he started playing the game of making fun of everything in there wow. and you you realized, or I realized in that moment, it was like, he just wanted to play. Like, he shows up to places, this creative, fun guy, and the world, like, shuts down around him not to bother Paul McCartney, but he was just, like, this, this element of joy that walked through the space that just wanted people to play with him. And so we told him to get the fuck out, and that was it. Yeah, never saw him again. Haven't heard from him since. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. 
Does anyone have any questions? Yes. How did you get started and make your way to the Daily Show? Because that's like a dream of mine. Um, well, well, it all, I was born uh, <laughs> in 1981. I'll start from the very beginning. Um, I, I grew up, well, actually, I'm sitting here looking at my uncle, who's right here, my Uncle Jay. Not to... <laughs> it's his birthday today, too. 35 years young. Um, he, uh, actually, Uncle Jay was truly one of my hugest uh, comedic uh, role models. Uncle Jay would make me laugh growing up until I completely pee my pants. <laughs> I still do often, but that's more because I had a baby. But um, <laughs> I, I, I loved, I was obsessed with SNL. I watched a lot of Carol Burnett growing up. My dad used to show me a lot of reruns of Carol and the women on SNL and Tina and Amy. And I, there was something in me that really wanted to do comedy, but I grew up in Louisville, Kentucky. So that's not a sensible thing to do when you grow up there. But for some reason, I've got really great parents who are very supportive and supported this insane idea that at 19, I would move to Los Angeles and take classes. So I threw myself into improv. Uh, scene study and I just I started getting small roles one at a time one line and uh, pilots that never went anywhere but uh, when I reached my 20s I was obsessed with The Daily Show I loved Jon Stewart I watched religiously it was my dream to be on the show I auditioned for the show three times over the years um, and finally the third time I, I got the call, come out to New York, and this was right after they hired Trevor. And I had just gotten married, and I spent my whole career trying to plan, pick, okay, I can't go on vacation because I might get that Burger King call back, and <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta be there for the work. And, um, and <laughs> I had just gotten married, and we wanted to start a family, and I thought, you know what, F it. I, I'm gonna live my life, and whatever happens, happens. And when I got the call to come here, I was four months pregnant, living in Los Angeles. I thought, oh boy, do I tell them? Do I keep it to myself? And uh, I would be starting the job six months pregnant. So I, I pulled Jen Flans, who's sitting right over here, our showrunner, executive producer, all things. after the audition and she had this look on her face like oh god what are you gonna ask me like did you do a good job what a needy actor and I said um, I said this is my dream job and I will move here tomorrow but you should know I am I am pregnant so I'd be starting the job pregnant and she goes great we can talk about her we won't talk about it whatever you want whatever you're comfortable with and uh, seven and a half Years later, I'm I'm here, and my seven and a half year old is sitting upstairs, probably not watching this right now. He's eating snacks. You have like one moment for your time with the show that's like your peak moment. My peak? Yeah. Oh man. Usually, how it works is they say you're gonna go do this. Man on the street in Times Square. Man on the street piece at a Trump rally. Biden whisperer piece. And for me, usually I get mad immediately. 
Uh, I get scared. This is going to be hard. I don't know if this is going to work. And at the end of every piece, I'm thankful I did it. I'm better for it. The piece was good. The editors at this show, holy shit, they can make you look so good, the editors. <laughs> I, will, I will say this any chance I get, because the editors make you look really, really good. Uh, sometimes I'll watch it and I'll go, I don't even think I said that. <laughs> I went to Switzerland to cover, um, Switzerland is gun crazy. They're nuts with guns. They ha they, everybody gets an assault rifle when they turn 18 because they don't have, they don't have a military. They have more guns per capita than uh, Americans. And they've had one mass shooting in 100 years. And they immediately changed the rules as soon as that happened. Uh, somebody took a gun to their parliament and killed some people and they immediately took ammunition away from gun owners. All ammunition in Switzerland is locked away uh, in these fortresses. So that piece was, uh, it was pitched and directed by Stacey Angeles. That's a really powerful piece. It's on YouTube. It's gone, it's gone really viral and crazy. But the, the idea of that piece is you, don't, you can still love guns. You can still have it. It's going to be very tough for us to change guns. It's the, in the Second Amendment of the Constitution. It's the second thing we wrote. The first thing they wrote was you can say what you want. And then they were like, but you better get a gun if you want to do that. <laughs> it's going to be tough to change that, but let's learn from countries that have guns, love them, are embedded in their culture, and they don't kill each other. So that's one of my favorite pieces, and it's, uh, yeah, I love that piece. I just wanted to know, what if... No. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to know, what if somebody actually wanted to audition to be, uh, um, be on the show? As a correspondent. Let me see what happened with me was uh, I was doing shitty open mics in Australia and then and then uh, Trevor asked me to audition for it. So if you can find Trevor, I think he can help you. <laughs> anybody, uh, anyone else got any questions? Anyone else any questions? Anybody? Questions that are not like job offers, please. Yeah, in the back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah move it. If you were a kitchen utensil, which one? What the? <laughs> I'd rather you ask me for a job. Is anybody? <laughs> I don't know, potato peeler. I don't know. What's, what's the least, most useful uh, over there? Yeah. Uh, do you think that you coming to New York affected like your comedy and everything rather than going to LA or something? Oh yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah, definitely, for sure. New York, um, I actually, I, when I first got my uh, visa, I, was in, I went to LA, my agent told me to come to LA and do pilot season. And that's an that's a industry term for everyone. There's one guy in the industry laughing already. <laughs> yeah, my agent said, hey, come to LA, do a pilot season. Pilot season means you go into audition room with 20 Asian dudes who look like you, <laughs> who all went to like Yale drama school. And they were auditioning for like, you know, Psychic 2 on a whatever. And, I, and I, was, I was in that. I was in that for one, I did that one time. And as in, I was in that season one time and I knew like, man, I'm not gonna outact all these actual trained, talented people. The only thing I can do with my limited skill set is go to New York and be a huge asshole. And so, <laughs> and it worked out a lot better. So New York, definitely. New York is, yeah, New York, New York for life. Explore more shows from The Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus.
This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.